Thank you. 
We're about to dive into a transmission, or channeled message, that allegedly came into a man by the name of Gene Itterman, aka Eric Julian. Gene had been practicing projecting his mind when he came in contact with what he called benevolent ET beings, this is when he received the message. Note, we will refer to him as Eric from here on out. Before we get into the message, it's important to dive into a background about Eric, attempt to determine who he really is, and whether or not his background can be considered credible. Either way, even as we move through this information, we strongly suggest you use your own intuition on this to explore. Blind denial doesn't do us good in the same way blind acceptance doesn't. A few quick things to get out of the way right away, the reality of remote viewing, astral projection, channeling, and the existence of ETs. There is a ton of credible evidence exploring these topics at a black budget and military level. These abilities are used and millions have been spent exploring them within the U.S. military. With those resources laid out to help open up to the reality of how all of this is possible, we can continue with an open mind. I find it important to lay out those resources beforehand because quite simply, most people do not realize that all of these abilities or pseudoscientific frauds are actually very well studied, documented and real. In fact, it's likely your tax dollar paid for the extensive study and training of these very abilities. Eric's Story Eric claims to have been a military jet pilot, air traffic controller and airport manager, and holds a master's in economics. He states that since the age of six, he has been having experiences with ETs and UFOs. Eric has published a book called The Science of Extraterrestrials in 2006. That work was reviewed by a number of ET and UFO researchers and it obtained higher regard. As a pilot in the military, he claimed to have had contact with extraterrestrial technology, including piloting an ET craft. A prominent UFO researcher named Michael Sala had this to say about Tarek's book and work. A number of prominent French researchers and scientists have reviewed his book and thought very highly of it, and concluded that it is not a plagiarized work which was one of the initial criticisms leveled against him. I have read one of these critiques and it is clear that the author who was initially very skeptical was impressed by Eric's work. Over time, Eric has gone on to speak at a number of ET and UFO conferences, and has shared interesting accounts he claims to have been involved in regarding ETs and ET technology. The Style of the Message There are a few key notes to look at when exploring the channeled message below. The style of the message is deliberate and with purpose. It is not dictative or condescending. This is typically seen when people are attempting to inform as opposed to pushing beliefs onto others. The choices for how humanity deals with the challenges it currently faces is left as a choice for humanity, as opposed to a dictation of precisely what to do. This is in alignment with many other messages that allow for the spiritual growth and evolution of a species to take responsibility for where they are, and empower themselves to make a change, as opposed to waiting for someone to save them. This is an important note. The overall text is coherent and intelligent, drawing on a number of difficult challenges humanity faces and does not seem to contain any self-bolstering or ego-gratification tactics that other messages often contain. The Message On a final summation of the above, 
Regardless of whether Eric's story is a fact or not, the message below still provides great value to us. I say this because we cannot know for certain whether or not he did channel this message, but we have the control and power to take value from the message. A channeled message is only valuable when we decide what to do with the information and act upon it from within. Eric writes, After having learned how to mentally project myself to a place in the presence of benevolent extraterrestrials, I received the following message, Keep evolving your consciousness. This channeling was translated from French into English by Dan Drayson, a Marin-based filmmaker and researcher. Begin message. Each one of you wishes to exercise your free will and experience happiness. Your free will depends upon the knowledge you have of your own power. Your happiness depends upon the love that you give and receive. Like all conscious races at this stage of progress, you may feel isolated on your planet. This impression gives you a certain view of your destiny. Yet you are at the brink of big upheavals that only a minority is aware of. It is not our responsibility to modify your future without your choosing it. So consider this message as a worldwide referendum, and your answer as a ballot. Neither your scientists nor your religious representatives speak knowledgeably about certain unexplained aerial and celestial events that mankind has witnessed for thousands of years. To know the truth, one must face it without the filter of one's beliefs or dogmas however respectable they may be. A growing number of anonymous researchers of yours are exploring new paths of knowledge and are getting very close to reality. Today, your civilization is flooded with an ocean of information of which only a tiny part, the less upsetting one, is notably distributed. Bear in mind that what in your history seemed ridiculous or improbable has often become possible, then realized in particular in the last 50 years. Be aware that the future will be even more surprising. You will discover the worst as well as the best. Many of those who study our appearances point to lights in the night, but without lighting the way. Often they think in terms of objects when it is all about conscious beings. Who are we? Like billions of others in this galaxy, we are conscious creatures that some call extraterrestrials, even though the reality is subtler. There is no fundamental difference between you and us, save for having experienced certain stages of evolution. As with any other organized society, a hierarchy exists in our internal relationships. Ours, however, is based upon the wisdom of several races. It is with the approval of this hierarchy that we turn to you. Like most of you, we are in quest of the supreme being or state of being. Therefore we are not gods or lesser gods, but virtually your equals in the cosmic brotherhood. Physically, we are somewhat different from you, but most of us are humanoid shaped. We are not mere observations, we are consciousnesses just like you. Our existence is a reality, but the majority of you do not perceive it yet because we remain invisible to your senses and instruments most of the time. We wish to fill this void at this moment in your history. We made this collective decision on our side, but this is not enough, we need yours as well. Through this message, you can become the decision makers. You, personally. We have no human representative on earth who could guide your decision. 
why aren't we visible? At certain stages of evolution, cosmic humanities discover certain scientific principles regarding matter. Structured dematerialization and materialization are among them. Your humanity has achieved this in a few laboratories, in close collaboration with other extraterrestrial creatures, at the cost of hazardous compromises that remain purposely hidden from you by some of your representatives. In addition to the aerial or space-based objects or phenomena known to your scientific community as physical UFOs, there are essentially multi-dimensional manufactured spaceships that possess these expanded capacities. Many human beings have been in visual, auditory, tactile, or psychic contact with such ships, some of which, it should be noted with caution, are under the influence of hidden powers that govern you which we often term the third party. The relative scarcity of your observations is due to the dematerialized state of these ships. Being unable to perceive them yourselves, you cannot acknowledge their existence. We fully understand this. When most observations do occur, they are arranged on an individual basis so as to touch the individual soul and not to influence or intrude on any organized social system. This is deliberate on the part of the various races that surround you, but for a variety of reasons and results. For negative multidimensional beings that play a part in the exercise of power in the shadow of human oligarchy, discretion is motivated by their desire to keep their existence unknown. For us, discretion has been motivated by the respect of the human free will that people can exercise to manage their own affairs so that they can reach technical and spiritual maturity on their own. However, humankind's entrance into the family of galactic civilizations is greatly expected. We can appear in broad daylight to help you attain this union, but we have not done it so far, as too few of you have genuinely desired it because of ignorance, indifference, or fear, and because the urgency of the situation did not justify it. Who are you? You are the offspring of many traditions that throughout time, have been mutually enriched by each other's contributions. Your goal is to unite, while respecting these diverse roots, to accomplish a common purpose, a united project. The appearances of your cultures help keep you separated, because you give them far greater importance than you give your deeper beings. Shape, or form has been deemed more important than the essence of your subtle nature. For the powers in control, this emphasis on differences of form constitutes a bulwark against any form of positive change. Now you are being called on to overcome the identification with form, while still respecting it for its richness and beauty. Understanding the consciousness behind form allows us to love all humans in their diversity. Peace does not mean simply not making war, it consists in becoming what you, collectively, are in reality, a fraternity. The solutions available to achieve this are decreasing, but one that could still catalyze it would be open contact with another race that would reflect the image of what you are in a deeper reality. Except for rare occasions, our past interventions intentionally had very little influence on your capacity to make collective and individual decisions about your own future. This was motivated by our knowledge of your deep psychological mechanisms. 
we reached the conclusion that freedom is built every day as a being becomes aware of himself and of his environment, getting progressively rid of constraints and inertias, whatever they may be. However, despite the actions of numerous brave and willing human souls, those inertias have been successfully maintained for the benefit of a growing, centralized power. What is your situation? Until recently, mankind lived in satisfactory control of its decisions. But it is losing more and more the control of its own fate, partly because of the growing use of advanced technologies that affect your body as well as your mind, and will eventually have irreversibly lethal consequences for earthly and human ecosystems. Independently of your own will, your resilience will artificially decrease and you will slowly but surely lose your extraordinary capacity to make life desirable. Such plans are on their way. Should a collective reaction of great magnitude not happen, this individual power is doomed to vanish. The period to come shall be one of rupture. This break, however, can be a positive break with the past as long as you keep this creative power alive in you, even if it cohabits for the time being, with the dark intentions of your potential lords. What now? Should you wait for the last moment to find solutions? Should you anticipate or undergo pain? Your history has never ceased to be marked by encounters between peoples whose discovery of one another occurred in circumstances of conflict and conquest. Earth has now become a village where everyone knows everyone else but still conflicts persist and threats of all kinds get worse in intensity and duration. Individuals who have many potential capacities cannot exercise them with dignity. This is the case for the greatest majority of you, for reasons that are essentially geopolitical. There are several billion of you, but the education of your children and your living conditions, as well as the conditions of numerous animals and much plant life are under the thumb of a small number of your political, financial, military and religious representatives. Your thoughts and beliefs are modeled after partisan interests, while at the same time, giving you the feeling that you are in total control of your destiny, which in essence is the reality, but there is a long way between a wish and a fact when the true rules of the game at hand are kept hidden. This time, you are not the conqueror. Spreading biased information is an effective strategy for manipulating human beings. Inducing thoughts and emotions, or even creating organisms, that do not belong to you is an even older strategy. A great roller wave is on the horizon. It entails very positive but also very negative potentials. At this time, Wonderful opportunities of progress stand side by side with threats of destruction. However, you can only perceive what is being shown to you. The diminishing of many natural resources is inevitable, and no long-term collective remediation project has been launched. Ecosystem exhaustion mechanisms have exceeded irreversible limits. The scarcity of resources whose entry price will rise day after day and their unfair distribution, will bring about fratricidal fights on a large scale, from the hearts of your cities to your countrysides. This is the reason why, more than ever in your history, your decisions of today will directly and significantly impact your survival tomorrow. Hatred grows, 
but so does love. That is what keeps you confident in your ability to find solutions. However, human behaviors, formed from past habits and trainings, have great inertia that leads to a dead end. The critical mass has not been reached, while the work of sabotage is being carried out cleverly and efficiently. You entrust your problems to representatives whose awareness of common well-being inexorably fades away before corporatist interests. These putative servants of the people are far more often debating the form than the content. Just at the moment of action, delays accumulate to the point when you have to submit rather than choose. This inertia is in many ways typical of any civilization. What event could radically modify it? Where could a collective and unifying awareness come from that will stop this blind rushing ahead? Tribes, populations and human nations have always encountered and interacted with one another. Faced with the threat swaying upon the human family, it is perhaps time that a greater interaction occurred. There are two ways to establish a cosmic contact with another civilization, via its standing representatives or directly with ordinary individuals. The first way entails fights of interests, the second way brings awareness. The first way was chosen by a group of races motivated by keeping mankind in slavery, thereby controlling Earth's resources, its gene pool, and the mass of human emotional energy. The second way was chosen by a group of races allied with the cause of the spirit of service. Some years ago, we did introduce ourselves to representatives of the human power structure, but they refused our outstretched hand on the basis of interests that were incompatible with their strategic vision. That is why today individuals are to make this choice by themselves without any representatives interfering. What we proposed in the past to those whom we believed were in a capacity to contribute to your happiness, we propose now, to you. Few of you are aware that non-human creatures have been involved in the centralizing of power in your world, and in the subtle taking of control. These creatures do not necessarily stand on your material plane, which is precisely what could make them extremely efficient and frightening in the near future. However, also be aware that quite a few of your representatives are in fact fighting this danger, that not all alien abductions are conducted to your detriment and that resistance also exists amongst those dominance-oriented races. Peace and reunification of your peoples would be a first step toward harmony with civilizations other than yours. That is precisely what those who manipulate you behind the scenes want to avoid at all cost because, by dividing, they reign. They also reign over those who more visibly govern you. Their strength comes from their capacity to instill mistrust and fear. This considerably harms your very cosmic nature. This message would be of no interest if these manipulators' influence were not reaching its peak and if their misleading and murderous plans did not materialize within a few years from now. Their deadlines are close and mankind will undergo unprecedented difficulties for the next ten cycles. To defend yourselves against this aggression that bears no face, you need at least to have enough information that points to the solution. Here again, appearance and body type will not be enough to tell the dominator from the ally. At your current state of psychic development, 
it is extremely difficult for you to distinguish between them. In addition to your intuition, training will be necessary when the time has come. Being aware of the priceless value of free will, we are inviting you to an alternative. What can we offer? We can offer you a more holistic vision of the universe and of life, constructive interactions, the experience of fair and fraternal relationships, liberating technical knowledge, eradication of suffering, controlled exercise of individual powers, access to new forms of energy and, finally, a better comprehension of consciousness. We cannot help you overcome your individual and collective fears, or bring you laws that you would not have chosen. You must also work on your own selves, apply individual and collective efforts to build the world you desire, and manifest the spirit to quest for new skies. What would we receive? Should you decide that such a contact take place, we would rejoice over the safeguarding of fraternal equilibrium in this region of the universe, fruitful diplomatic exchanges, and the intense joy of knowing that you are united to accomplish what you are capable of. The feeling of joy is strongly sought in the universe, for its energy is divine. What is the question we ask you? Do you wish that we show up? How can you answer this question? The truth of soul can be read telepathically, so you only need to clearly ask yourself this question and give your answer as clearly, on your own or in a group, as you wish. Being in the heart of a city or in the middle of a desert does not impact the efficiency of your answer. Yes or no. Just do it as if you were speaking to yourself but thinking about the message. This is a universal question, and these mere few words, put in their context, have a powerful meaning. This is why you should calmly think about it, in all conscience. In order to perfectly associate your answer with the question, it is recommended that you answer after another careful reading of this message. Do not rush to answer. Breathe and let all the power of your own free will penetrate you. Be proud of what you are. Then do not let hesitation get in the way. The everyday problems that you may have can weaken you. To be yourselves, forget about them for a few minutes. Feel the force that springs up in you. You are in control of yourselves. A single thought, a single answer can drastically change your near future, in one way as in another. Your individual decision of asking in your inner self that we show up on your material plane and in broad daylight is precious and essential to us. Even though you can choose the way that best suits you, rituals per se are essentially useless. A sincere request made with your heart and your own will will always be perceived by those of us to whom it is sent. In your own private polling booth of your secret will, you will determine the future. What is the lever effect? This decision should be made by the greatest possible number among you, even though it might seem like a minority. It is recommended to spread this message, in all invisible fashions, in as many languages as possible, to those around you whether or not they seem receptive to this new vision of the future. Do it using a humorous tone or derision if that can help you. You can even openly and publicly make fun of it if it makes you feel more comfortable, but do not be indifferent, for at least you will have exercised your free will. Forget about the false prophets and the beliefs that have been transmitted to you about us, 
this request is one of the most intimate that can be asked to you. Making a decision by yourself, as an individual, is your right as well as your responsibility. Passivity only leads to the absence of freedom. Similarly, indecision is never efficient. If you really want to cling to your beliefs, which is something that we understand, then forcefully say no. If you do not know what to choose, do not say yes, because of mere curiosity. This is not a show, this is real daily life. We exist. We are alive. Your history has had plenty of episodes when determined men and women were able to influence the thread of events despite their small number. Just as a small number is enough to take temporal power on earth and influence the future of the majority, a small number of you can radically change your fate as an answer to the impotence in face of so much inertia and so many hurdles. You can ease mankind's birth to brotherhood. One of your thinkers once said, Give me a handhold and I'll raise the earth. Spreading this message will then be the strengthening of the handhold. We will be the light years long lever and you will be the craftsman to raise the earth as a consequence of our appearance. What would be the consequences of a positive decision? For us, the immediate consequence of a collective favorable decision would be the materialization of many ships, in your sky and on earth. For you, the direct effect would be the rapid abandoning of many certitudes and beliefs. A simple conclusive visual contact would have huge repercussions for your future. Much knowledge would be modified forever. The organization of your societies would be deeply upheaved forever, in all fields of activity. Power would become individual because you would see for yourself that we exist as living beings, not accepting or rejecting that fact on the word of any external authority. Concretely you would change the scale of your values. The most important thing for us is that humankind would form a single family before this unknown we would represent. Danger would slowly melt away from your homes because you would indirectly force the undesirable ones, those we name the third party, to show up and vanish. You would all bear the same name and share the same roots, mankind. Later on, Peaceful and respectful exchanges would be thus possible if such is your wish. For now, he who is hungry cannot smile, he who is fearful cannot welcome us. We are sad to see men, women, and children suffering to such a degree in their flesh and in their hearts when they bear such an inner light. This light can be your future. Our relationships could develop in stages. Several stages of several years or decades would occur demonstrative appearance of our ships, physical appearance beside human beings, collaboration in your technical and spiritual evolution, discovery of parts of the galaxy. At every stage, new choices would be offered to you. You would then decide by yourself to enter new stages if you think it necessary to your external and inner well-being. No interference would be decided upon unilaterally. We would leave as soon as you would collectively wish that we do. Depending upon the speed to spread the message across the world, several weeks, or even several months will be necessary before our great appearance, if such is the decision made by the majority of those who will have used their capacity to choose, and if this message receives the necessary support.
The main difference between your daily prayers to entities of a strictly spiritual nature and your current decision is extremely simple, we are technically equipped to materialize. Why such a historical dilemma? We know that foreigners are considered as enemies as long as they embody the unknown. In a first stage, the emotion that our appearance will generate will strengthen your relationships on a worldwide scale. How could you know whether our arrival is the consequence of your collective choice? For the simple reason that we would have otherwise shown up long ago at your level of existence. If we are not there yet, it is because you have not made such a decision explicitly. Some among you might think that we would make you believe in a deliberate choice of yours so as to justify our arrival, though this would not be true. If that were the case, what interest would we have in openly giving you access to these opportunities for the benefit of the greatest number of you? How could you be certain that this is not yet another subtle maneuver of the third party to better enslave you? Because one always more efficiently fights something that is identified than what is kept hidden. Isn't the terrorism that corrodes you a blatant example? Whatever, you are the sole judge in your own heart and soul. Whatever your choice, it would be respectable and respected. In the absence of human representatives who could potentially seduce into error, you ignore everything about us, as well as from about those who manipulate you without your consent. In your current situation, the precautionary principle that consists in not trying to discover us no longer prevails. You are already in the Pandora's box that the third party has created around you. Whatever your decision may be, you will have to get out of it. In the face of such a dilemma, one ignorance against another, you need to ask your intuition. Do you want to see us with your own eyes, or simply believe what your authorities say? That is the real question. After thousands of years, one day this choice was going to be inevitable, choosing between two unknowns. Why spread such a message among yourselves? Translate and spread this message widely. This action will affect your future in an irreversible and historical way at the scale of millennia. Otherwise, it will postpone a new opportunity to choose until several years later, at least one generation if that generation can survive. Not choosing stands for undergoing other people's choice. Not informing others stands for running the risk of obtaining a result that is contrary to one's expectations. Remaining indifferent means giving up one's free will. It is all about your future. It is all about your evolution. It is possible that this invitation will not receive your collective assent and will be disregarded. Nevertheless, no individual desire goes unheeded in the universe. Imagine our arrival tomorrow. Thousands of ships. A unique cultural shock in today's mankind's history. It will then be too late to regret not making a choice and spreading the message because this discovery will be irreversible. We do insist that you do not rush into it, but do think about it and decide. The big media will not necessarily be interested in spreading this message. It is therefore your task, as an anonymous yet an extraordinary thinking and loving being, to transmit it. You are still the architects of your own fate. Do you wish that we show up? End message. Remember, 
use your intuition to connect and feel out this message and what it means for you. I will end with, blind acceptance is just as unhelpful as blind skepticism.